All right. Are we ready, kids? Aye, aye, Captain. Captain. I can't hear you. One more time for me. Oh, One for yeah. the people Hi, Captain. Captain. Oh. <laughs> oh, boy. Hey, it's Ziv here. The following is a Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Names, characters, businesses, places, and incidents are either products of the Dungeon Master's imagination or used in a fictitious manner. Any resemblances to actual persons living or dead or any actual events are purely coincidental. So, sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. You might be wondering how we got here. There, there's like a sliding sensation. Almost like the, the world itself is being split into two, and as it does, it's split into two. The beginnings of Gaia and Phaeton. Hold on, they were they were dragged through here. This is this is where they are. Yeah. Nope. Ziv and Zav have been kind of examining the volcano, and they go, "Uh, guys, it seems that the lava is an illusion." That then opens out into a beautiful tropical paradise. You will speak to the council. Oh, again. We are the council of the Society of the Winged, Amphibious, and Terrorbound. There is a large aberration that seems to be hurrying our small but plentiful village. You shall witness this in front of the queen. You see, peering open above you all, towering. You see a large terror-esque about it. It's like Ozland all over again. Yes, but they won't vanish. Oh, well, what do you think happened in the spirit realm after you died? I don't know, Julie. Maybe if you had gone in and it wasn't such I a can't. little baby about I it. I can't. Yeah, you can. You can. You won't. I can't. You won't, Julie. Okay, fine. I won't. Wes, you can send Julie back, right? And then she could just come back. Can she just deliver the message herself? Oh, yeah, I could do that. I'm going to go back to SWAT. I will tell them the situation we're in. You do not leave this area. Ziv and Zav are in charge. You're spinning. You're falling. You're dying. That pressure, now unbearable, is pushing on your entire being. Then there's, that sen there's a sensation of that pressure leaving you. And standing right in front of you is you. Julie. 
Uh, hello. That is the name that I have chosen for my character. You apparate in front of the Phaetonian SWAT entrance portal. Okay. What do you do? I'm going to go through the the SWAT entrance portal. Okay. You enter SWAT. As you kind of enter SWAT, you notice that there's a lot less people here. And whenever you do see a person, they're kind of usually rushing from place to place. You notice that before. I mean, SWAT had like thinned out the co- the coming weeks up into your mission. But um, this seems a lot more empty than usual. But uh, what are you doing? Um, I'm going to the office of the chair of enchantment, I believe, right? He's the one who sent us on this mission. Okay. You uh, you go to the chair of enchantment's office. As you kind of enter the, the area kind of where all the chair's offices are, you also notice that it's... The, this waiting room? Yeah, you also notice that it's pretty empty. And you walk into the enchantment chair's office and there is just no one there. Like you go, the secretary's not there, and then you kind of go back, and the enchantment chair's not even there. Hmm. Is the is like this hallway the are all the chairs offices in this hallway? Kind of in the general, they're kind of almost like lined up, kind of like a set of offices would be. So like you walk down the hall, and then the first one you get to is like the conjuration chairs, and then you and then that kind of branches down this hall into their actual office space, that kind of deal. Can I like go to the next office down the hall and just like peek in and see if anyone's at like anyone's there? Oh, you're making me commit to these things. Yeah, uh, I am. Yeah, you, you, um, you, you continue down. I'll say the next one. The next one would be Michael's. Uh, you see his secretary's there. Okay, <clears throat> let's go in. Okay, you go in. I forget what her name is. It is Taylor. Yes, it is Taylor. Oh, great. That's uh, that's the other Taylor. I don't think I've met her yeah. before. You walk in and she goes, "Um, hi. Uh, what what can I do for you?" Julie? Uh, right? yeah. Do you know where everyone is? Uh, it's, um, it's, uh, kind of a busy time right now. Everybody's on their final missions, but also it would seem as though we have a bead on the Reaper. Oh. So everybody's kind of, um, you know, pushing for that. All the strike units have been called in that haven't been assigned already. All the various SWATT units have also been called in so if anybody who hasn't been sent home for the season is still around we're sending them on this this particular mission um is michael in uh no he's out doing a reconnaissance oh. mission with a few of the other chairs do you know if any of the chairs are in right now um let's see obviously divination's still here he doesn't really go okay, out on missions besides i think amber is too yeah because of course she is anyone else um no, just those two, unfortunately. Julie's starting to get a bit red. Are, are you okay? You, you seem a little bit... Uh, uh, yeah, it's just... She's not really connected to the the issue I have, so... Th- th- thank you for your help. Yeah, no no problem. Uh, come come back again anytime. Okay, leave the office. Okay. Leave the waiting room, rather. How far away is Amber's office? Uh, actually, it'd be the next door down. Oh, great, fantastic, okay. Um, is there anyone in the waiting room? Actually, as you kind of walk to that door, you see Amber rushing out. I'm going she goes, oh, gonna nearly Julie. fall backwards. She kind of catches you by the shoulder. She says, oh, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm kind of in a rush right now, Julie. I'm, what, what's going on? There's been a bit of a crisis. What exactly would that be? Well, first of all, there's, I think my teammates were calling it an aberrant. Oh, okay. Um, just, can we walk and talk? And she begins sure. walking down the hall. Yeah. Actually, you're on mission right now, right? How's that going? Are you guys almost done? Uh, that's the thing. I don't know if us five can really do 
this. She cringes a little bit and she goes, okay, just explain me the situation. Okay. Um, well, we spoke with the Dwarf King. We went to, we were on our way to go find the ale he wanted. First of all, we fought some basilisks in the desert and there are people there who are petrified. So someone should probably go rescue them. We'll, we'll but, put it on the list for the, the new season. Okay. But, yeah. That's, um, we get to this town. The town is okay. Um, besides racism, which is never okay. But well, then they're attacked by these ter- animatronic pterodactyls. Um, what? Uh, okay. Yeah. This sounds like a, a, a deeper investigations thing. Yeah. So Not- we, we investigate it and, we found a group of beings that does, do not want their existence to be publicized, but they have a very powerful being in charge of them. Okay, Julie, I, I don't... It was a society Listen, of dinosaurs. I, she kind of stops and turns to you and blinks a couple times. She says, Julie, what? Yeah, and I forget what they call themselves, but they're basically SWAT dinosaurs. Are you sure when you were in the desert, you didn't eat some kind of weird cactus fruit or something? I didn't eat any cactus. Okay, just uh, come on. And she continues walking. She goes, uh, listen, Julie, I, I'm sure your mission is harrowing, but we are on the precipice of capturing the Reaper. Like, actually capturing the Reaper. When we my, have a corner in New Mexico. When my teammates went to the spirit realm, they claim something big happened. And we don't know how it ended. And so I as you actually say that you walk up to where the spirit chambers are. Are you looking to I mean, I'm, that's what I'm going to now. I need to console with my spirit avatar to figure out how we're going to actually pull this Reaper capture off. Would you like to join me? Uh, uh, Julie kind of is like at a loss for words. Like, listen, Julie, I know you don't necessarily feel great about entering the spirit realm, but. If we're being completely honest, your mission needs to happen as quickly as possible. We need Ziv and Zav, like. That's another thing. Now. Wes accidentally let slip the name of the place that we were at to Ziv and Zav. Which which place? Oh yeah. oh. Um, I mean, they're trustworthy people. Just if if we need to erase the memories, we can. That's not the most important thing right now. But we we need Ziv and Zav to join us on this mission. They are very skilled in their teamwork and they are actually experts at capturing folk so if we can use them as soon as possible just try to get your mission done please you guys enter the spirit realm area and llama goes oh hello amber all of my allies died the last time they went into the spirit realm she turns and looks at you she says what what do you mean they said they fought this big thing that one of their allies had turned against them. I mean, you haven't been yourself, right? You don't... What happened? I don't know, but it didn't sound good. Listen, the spirit realm is a strange place, but it only reveals information that is necessary to those who get it. So if you're going to get it, now would probably be the best time, Julie. And if all of your friends are about to die, I think now would be the best way to figure out how to keep that from happening. Okay, I'll do it. She begins talking to Lama. She goes, Lama, can you prepare two chambers, please? And Lama actually gives you a surprise look. He says, oh, all right, right away. And he begins manning the spirit realm chamber. Um, Just 
and maybe don't come near me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just um, try to take a deep breath once you're out, okay? I mean, in there. What? And you guys both settle into your pods, and the the pods kind of close, and the darkness overtakes you. But you're kind of having trouble finding the relaxation that came so naturally to you before. You feel almost claustrophobic now with the the darkness surrounding you. Your breathing is getting heavier and heavier, and the darkness is almost overtaking you. And as you reach to open up your pod door, there is no door in this darkness. You feel you feel trapped, abandoned, almost tricked. You you struggle and fight in this darkness, wanting to get out, never wanting to be here in the first place. But then you hear a voice, and it's whispering to you. You can't really make out what it's saying, but it's calming you. And it's so, so, so familiar, but you can't quite place your finger on it. And then you wake up as Clarissa. Okay, here we go. And this is the strange part. You, you kind of experience these in waves and, and pulses of the story that you, Jesse, have played. Yeah, but okay. Julie has not experienced. Yeah. And it's almost like you're going through memories that you already have and have examined. You witness the near death and animated suspension of your companion, Garnog. You befriend and root for your newest team member, t one and k who proves to be an asset to your team. You lead the team in battle against the Black Dragon that dared to attempt to invade your city you deemed under your protection. You slew the dragon and each and every one of their followers, even the ones that begged for forgiveness. Uh, I don't know if Clarus would do that. Yeah, but you, Julie, did it, so it kind of mirrored your story. Ah, oh, god dang it. I hate you, O'Neill. In the Earth Elementals, yeah. Yeah, you're right, you're uh, right. <laughs> you she was led mad. The maybe they, like, mm -hmm. maybe they, like, really threatened her, you know? Mm -hmm. Led to the political gain of your adventure party, using your riches and influence to garner political favors for them. You had quite a few brushes with death, and each one was more and more taxing on your group, but you continued on. You taught new young fighters how to protect themselves and others, and when your group grew too large to become a party, you helped usher your new title, the Society. And each and every night, when your friends were sleeping and you were back in town, you would steal off to Garnog, whose animated body laid in the chapel Gimmel had rescued her in. You would recount the tales of your adventures to her, and it almost seemed as if she listened. You would tell her the stories late into the night until you yourself drifted off to sleep. And that is when things would get weird. Nearly every night was wrought with dreams. Sometimes they were nightmares recounting the battles you had already fought, while others were omens of ones yet to come. But regardless, everyone ended the same. You would see the battle winding to an end, your vision would split, and then you'd wake up. This next night was a normal night. You had just returned from another harrowing adventure, and you were excited to steal away to Garnog to retell her of your latest adventure. However, when you arrived and began retelling your story, it seemed almost to fall on deaf ears. It wasn't as if anything had happened or changed. Garnog was still there, frozen in time and place, between life and death. But she wasn't. Perhaps your story wasn't interesting enough. You added more embellishment, more action, but still nothing. You continue to display the story of your most recent exploit, but you found yourself falling asleep. 
and as darkness overtakes your body, you awake to find yourself in complete darkness. But you can feel the blood dripping from your wounds. Eight bolts pin you to a crucifix and you feel the pulse after pulse as the darkness creeps into the openings created by these bolts. You feel the nausea begin to grow and as each wave threatens to tear you apart, there's not much time. You must You hear someone calling out to you. And then you awake. You shake yourself from your unruly nightmare and see Garnog is still there, suspended in her animation. You begin to recount your nightmare to her, but still there's no response. You leave and you don't return. The following months, years, you're not quite sure, we're fraught with these dreams, and each one ends with a voice that sounds so familiar to you, calling out to you as you awake from your slumber. As the weeks leading up to your final encounter continue to mount, so do the nightmares. Each night, the nightmares show darkness enveloping you. Each night, you are torn apart in different ways. You're cut in half, exploded from the inside out, crushed under this darkness. And every night, it happens sooner and sooner, and each morning, you wake up to a familiar voice. You go into battle. You bring your team. Your heart does a little bit of a skip when you find out you'll be fighting alongside the Phoenix. When you take a look into the mountain, though, you see something different than everyone else. You see a hole. A hole of darkness pulsing every few moments. A heartbeat of destruction. And as you feel that pulse grow stronger, you feel yours grow weaker. But you don't mention it to your allies as you plunge headfirst into battle with your fellow council members, your dread growing. You hear the voice this time. You are conscious for it, and you can tell what it's saying. Help. You do battle alongside your friends, outraged by the one that had betrayed you. You kick him into the abyss, but not before losing your friend T1NK. Her lifeless metal husk laying on the ground, you do your best to drag her to safety, and you watch as the heartbeat becomes erratic, pulsing, barreling, destroying, and you feel that feeling you felt before. You're about to be torn apart again. But suddenly you see Gimmel step up, and he begins a very powerful incantation, one that you've only seen him do a handful of times, and he begins calming this beating pulse. You try to scream out to him that it's it's too powerful, that he'll he'll die, but your voice gets caught in your own racing heartbeat. You damn yourself for not being magically inclined. You damn yourself for not being able to protect him. You see Gimmel falter and begin to fall, but then Fosco steps up next to him, steadying him. You see her inspiring music begin to play his powerful words, and the two of them face off against the darkness, their backs to you. But what they don't notice is that while they were focused on the darkness in front, you see strands of their powerful magic peeling off and entering you. At first, it's relieving. You feel your strength returning to you, and then it's empowering. You feel the power building inside of you. It's so immense, you feel like you could topple the mountain you stand on. Then it becomes nauseating, too much for one person to handle. And as the power continues to flow into you, you can't help but wonder if this will be the end for you too. Your two companions fall, but the power remains inside you. The darkened sky gets darker. Bolts of lightning begin to scorch the earth around you. Earthquakes and tornadoes dot the planet you call home that nausea becomes excruciating. Like taking a deep breath, but not being able to breathe out. In fact, it's only being able to breathe in more. This power, it's its too much. It's too much for one person. But suddenly you hear a voice. Thank you. The pressure relieves. And standing right in front of you, 
is you. But it's a you you've never met before, but also feel such a familiarity with. And somehow, you know her name. Gaia. Roll 1d6 for me. Okay. Oh, that's a six, actually. Oh, that is so tasty. (laughs) You are still standing in front of this figure that is you. And suddenly you feel that pulse in your earth body. That pulse you felt before whenever your, your powers activate. And suddenly you see your vision split again. You can now see through the darkness into the spirit realm chamber, but also you see the world you're still inhabiting in. It's a mind-splitting effect, and you don't know what to do, and you're trying to shake this darkness again that you feel kind of creeping around you. And then suddenly you're in a different place. Clouded, dark and gray skies surround you. A fog that makes you can't see more than maybe 10 feet out from you outside of this clearing you see a person a woman about your age sitting at this table in a chair in front of you and she goes Jesus it's about time I've been trying to get you in here for forever where am I I don't I if we're being honest I don't even know who are you (laughs) She kind of exasperatedly sighs and goes, I can't tell if you're dense or stupid, but have you really not put it together yet? No. (sighs) I'm you. Who are you? Jesus. We're two souls in the same body. I'm your imaginary friend. Remember me? No, 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 no. Absolutely not. I don't think you understand. I've been with you your entire life. I don't want you. Well, guess what? I'm your guardian angel. And I guess, technically, I'm your sister. Your stepsister. And you're out of that place. And the pod opens up. I'm going to lift myself out of the pod and probably fall to the floor. You do that and Lama kind of rushes off. Oh, oh dear. Don't touch um, me. He takes a couple steps back. What happened? You, you yeah, weren't I in Yeah, I died a for... thousand painful deaths. So thanks for the experience. I don't think I'll be repeating it. He gives you a strange look and goes, right, I'm sorry your experiences aren't as welcoming as others are. If you need someone to talk about it, I am more than willing to help. But, And he kind of takes a glance over to the other pod, and you see Amber's pod is still closed, and goes, but unfortunately, right now, I must continue watch over this current expedition. What's going on with her? Nothing. It is a standard trip to the spirit realm. You were only in yours for five, six minutes. I didn't get the answers I needed. I didn't see what happened after the battle. Can you send me back? I need to know. He chuckles. He says, (laughs) first you tell me you're never going to experience it. I know, but my companions' lives are at stake. Of course. He mounts up to the precipice again where he channels his spell. And you hop back in your pod and you begin to drift off again. 
this time you wake up and you are standing in front of yourself again. This figure is staring at you and is almost examining you. And you, you see the world around you shifting, almost as if like waves are spreading off the two of you. And she's just standing there, looking at you quizzically. What now? I do not know. Hmm. Where is everyone? Are they okay? She looks down sorrowly and then to her right, and you see all of your compatriots now. They are laying down. They look peaceful, but they do not look lively. She goes, I do not... I am sorry. What about the army? We brought an army. She kind of looks out in the middle distance. She says, she smiles at this point and goes, They are here somewhat. Somewhat? What does that mean? Well, uh, she points out to where she sees them, but you don't. I don't, I I can't see. (sighs) She gloats over to you and kind of puts a hand over on your shoulder. And suddenly your vision doubles for a moment. And you can see between the two worlds. Oh, now I see. And you can see the army settling down now, taking count of their wounded and gathering themselves. And, and you see them beginning to charge up the mountain. And oh, she goes... No, they, don't, they don't need to be doing that. You need to tell them to stop. I think you are right. Suddenly you feel the mountain beginning to trundle and to fall. (laughs) And before any of your patriots begin to rush up the mountain, you feel and see the mountain collapse inwards and then fall into this deep cavern. And it begins to fall deeper and deeper. But you stop where the mountain would level off with terra firma. But you just see the cavern go deeper and deeper and deeper. And she goes, we have created a new place, you and I. Did you just kill them? No. They're fine. Her hand is still on your shoulder. You can see that they all stopped around this now ring of a cavernous hole. And you see your friends are kind of actually floating where you are on terra firma. And she goes, This new world. I am not familiar with your other compatriots. This new world needs to be charted to be captained to be led I would only trust your kind to do so my kind swordsman (laughs) she kind of chuckles at it and goes no this new world has been imbued with your proclivities what humans oh I will give you time but it needs to be lived on I could do with a vacation spot, I suppose. I mean... She kind of gives you a smile and goes, I'm glad. And suddenly she's gone. Oh, goodness. And you're standing on solid ground. Oh, that's a relief. The mountain that you guys climbed up into? Yeah. Just gone. That's not a relief. That's somewhat disturbing. Your friends are laying on the ground next to you. Okay, let's check them for pulses. You begin checking them over. They all look peaceful. They all look calm, but they are not lively. Told you not to do it. 
Well, I, I might, I might bring Tink back at least. You actually see the Phoenix run up to you and goes, "Dear God, what, what, what happened? What, what did you do? What?" Um, I, I didn't kill them. That was no. I'm, I'm not saying. She kind of motions to the mountain behind you. What happened here? Oh, I, I got rid of it. I suppose I'm not quite sure how it works. Um, I spoke to this being, and the being got rid of the mountain. She kind of looks at you, almost exasperated. She goes, "Um, okay. Uh, right, 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 right." And then she kind of takes a look over your shoulder, and she goes, "Oh, Clarissa, I'm." I'm so sorry. Well, um, it was brave what they did, even if it wasn't necessary. I probably could have, I could have done it. Um, she takes you and gives you a hug and goes, there are no words. I am, I'm, I'm truly sorry. The being told me there's a new world. Say, are, are you human? I can't really tell. She goes, she kind of chuckles and she says, <laughs> in a way. You know what? I think you'll pass anyway. There's a new world for humans, apparently. And would you like to live there with me? She kind of takes a step back and gives you a look up and down. I think that'll do. And you begin taking your friends back to the city where you guys originated. Um, and they are given extravagant funerals and what about tank are because idolized tink is is given a place with your other compatriots but isn't necessarily as heralded no but like uh julie uh clarissa is like putting out flyers for like the best i'm gonna say engineers to come and fix tink okay one does one comes to take into account tink and goes i'm sorry but the the magics that indicate life and death for these creatures. Uh, the core has been all but destroyed. No, that um, is unacceptable. I, I, this kind of meager gnomish van takes a step back. And goes, I, I, listen, listen. Um, you could create a new core, but it would take centuries. It it would take quite a, quite well, then a let's lot start of the time. Process. Gives you a nod and says that. That can be done. You, with your human life, will not be able to see it to completion. That doesn't matter. Right, right. Well, I will have my clan begin working on it post-haste. Guys, I think I just founded a religion. (laughs) And suddenly you hear the voice again. Oh, no. And it says, I believe it's... It's time to go. Is it time already? Really? Can't wait a bit longer? I have a new world for you to explore. But that's... Okay. I'll go. And with that, you take the hand of the phoenix, and you two disappear. Yay. And then you wake up for a second time. Oh no. Now I have to deal with the consequences. (laughs) <laughs> you come back and you are uh, awake and your pod opens up and you see Amber kind of coming to in her pod as well. Thanks, Llama. I think those were the answers. 
He goes, <laughs> interesting. Well, I'm glad you finally got what you what you needed. Uh. And Amber kind of looks at you and then looks at Llama and then looks back at you and goes, right. Um, well, was that- good luck on your mission. Um, I'm going to that- go deal with the dinosaurs. <laughs> uh, you know, there's a pretty big mean one over there. And I'm not sure if all of them are animatronics because the first ones we met right. were animatronics. So I okay, should probably yeah, go check Julie- to see if the other ones are too. There was also we'll, a bunch we'll, of children that were kidnapped. So if we'll, I don't get we'll on that, they'll this probably later. be killed. Uh, just, yeah, you should probably. Yeah, okay. <laughs> also, I need to go hit whack West because he's an idiot. Right. Um, maybe we'll we'll talk about this uh, later. Mm, I'm probably gonna die, so let's let's put a pin in that. Uh, okay, hopefully not. Maybe no, I don't. I, I'm, okay, nope. this is getting. You see her actually start blushing. She goes, "All right, this is." Nope. Uh, me and my companions were all gonna die. Zip and Zav might come back, so I mean that's good for you because you needed them. Uh, right. Right. Uh, okay. Uh, don't die, and uh, uh, I'll just, see you just later. Maybe like save the people in the desert at some point. They don't deserve this. Um, right. Uh, I'll take a take a look at that later. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, uh, she can build it okay, walk away. Uh, walk go, away. Goodbye. You guys <laughs> kind of walk <laughs> out of the spirit realm, kind of parting ways, uh, kind guns. of rushedly. <laughs> if you give her the finger guns, um, as she waves you away, just this is a total, just awkward situation. But yeah, you seemingly finished what you meant to finish. Now, what would you like to do? Uh, yeah, let's put on the thing and go back. All right, you put on this little circlet and you do the steps that you need to to power it and you appear back in the forested area outside of the Gnomish village. Are the other guys still here? Uh, It's been about an hour. What did Nelson and Wes do? I think we chilled. I took a short rest for sure. Blurog actually kind of, while you're taking this short rest, Blurog goes, um, I don't mean to be that guy but um do you guys require my services for today oh man um yeah I, I mean, uh, no i don't know uh, what do you think i just i uh, i mean i'm i'm perfectly willing to continue on with you all but um i will need uh, and I again, I hate to be that guy. I will need paid for the day. Nelson reaches into his bag and drops the coin into his hand. All right, Mokra, forty-five gold, four hundred fifty dollars. Thank you very much. Um, this is a turned out to be a pretty harrowing adventure. And suddenly, Julia appears. <laughs> uh, well, guys, it's time to die. What, okay, what, what does that mean? I, I, that's the ending of the story that you wanted. Uh, you died too? What? What? I'm very confused. Let's just go do this thing. The uh, SWAT isn't going to help. They think they found the Reaper and they're more in- interested in that. Oh. 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 Okay. Why wouldn't they call us back? I don't know. But they want Ziv and Zav in particular. I mean, not us. So. Can't imagine why. Yeah. Um, so we need to get to the Barrel of Ale ASAP. 
Yeah. They're going to need that to trade for their... Okay, so let's... let's figure I think out we to... need to... Look, I, I hate to be... What time is it, O'Neill? Thing. It's getting around noon. Noon 30. Okay. We said we could be to the entrance of the cave in six hours. Six yeah. hours if we rush. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it, and then we can stop outside the cave. I have a way that'll make us perfectly fine to wait outside. We can take a long rest, and I can recover some strength. Uh, the forest area we're going through is probably going to be a little bit dangerous, so um, just be careful for that too. All right, let's um, let's let's get through this thing. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we don't have too much of a harrowing adventure in front of us and you guys continue down this this path that you continued julie you're helming it obviously with the map yeah so let's pull west to the side real quick okay uh do you know anything about when the human world was created do i know anything about the, when the human world was created you can make a history check <laughs> Oh boy, I'm so good at those. It's a pretty high DC. Ten. <laughs> nope. Sure don't. <laughs> and I say, nope, sure don't. <laughs> well, that that's what your spirit avatar did. Okay. Uh, I guess we could do some more research on it when we get back. It seemed um, kind of world-ending. Well... We're still here, so hopefully not. <sighs> Shit. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to do. Julie, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little nervous for this because we did die in the spirit realm and <laughs> we're going to fight. Now, the thing we're going to fight didn't actually kill us, but game what close. What about the dinosaur? Uh, we got, yeah, but that dinosaur could really kill us. <laughs> Do you think are they all animatronics or is it just the the No, no, I'm pretty okay. sure it was just the Velociraptors. Uh I'm pretty sure Oh, that... I forgot they were Velociraptors. I thought they were pterodactyls. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> you have you seen Jurassic Park? No, I haven't actually. Oh, you should check it out. It's a good flick. Okay. Y'all talk about Jurassic Park? Yeah, man. Oh, okay. Man, I'm gonna walk faster. So it's so good when the T Rest burks in and he fights the Velociraptors. Oh, so sick. <laughs> Oh, clever girl. Oh, it's, oh, oh there's a walk. scene in the... I mean, I'm walking ahead of them. <laughs> <laughs> you guys continue walking in. You get to the edge of this kind of... Well, I'll just say it. A gnarly-looking forest. Yeah. Um, you, you, lo and, you gotta love a good gnarly-looking forest. Gnarly! And, and Blurog kind of goes, um... Okay. Julie, does your map say we need to go through this particular forest here? Let me look at the map. Sure does. Uh, yes, it does. Is, is that a problem? <sighs> um, not necessarily. Um, how much money do you have all on you? How much is currently? the toll? Not sure. We'll have to find out when we get there. Um, Enjoy. it can get up there. Um,. Let's just say we don't want to fight the beings that inhabit this particular area. How bad would it be if we if it comes to that? Um, I don't want to particularly fight these creatures. Uh, they are 
deadly. They're fairies. Oh. oh. How deadly is a fairy? Julie, we were in the fairy kingdom like very recently and they put us in jail and we had to fight some of them. Yeah, but didn't they say they like the queen was like okay with us? These are That's like dumb, saying the necessarily pres- under the fey kingdoms. Yeah, but um, can't th- rule. Julie, that's like that saying we they are wild fey. Julie, that's like saying the president's cool with you. That doesn't mean the rest yeah, of the kingdom is. Didn't she don't you think she like put out an order that not to mess with us or something? No. These are wild fae. Um, okay. <laughs> they um they don't necessarily stricture to order or anything of the sorts. They simply inhabit the area they inhabit, and let's just say they like to play tricks and things along the people along the way. Well, we've already dealt with fairies. They they just want some a fair bargain. <sighs> Whenever I deal with a fairy, I always say that there is no fair bargain, but. Who am I to say? Everybody stay close. Um, don't wander off too far and uh, be careful. Don't mention each other by name. That too. Um, don't use any actual name you go by. Any of them, really. So we should all use the name Wes. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> if, if you want to. Um, he begins plunging into this forested area. There is no path. He's just taking you through brush. Great. Glad we paid that guy. We have, we're, like, covered in scrapes. <laughs> yeah, actually, I'm going to need all of you to make dexterity I'm sorry, checks. guys. <laughs> 16. 8. 13. Uh-oh. Wes and Julie, you guys begin pressing through these plants, and you guys go for about three hours, and you guys are just getting torn the fuck up. I'm better with death. Like, you guys are getting cut left and right. Borog doesn't seem to have any problems, and Nelson seems to be doing pretty fine. Even though but he's Wes like and- a giant. He's the one literally right behind Bullrocks. So like, he's not getting yeah. all the swing back. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Let me roll for Zivin. He's, though. like, riding Bullrocks Oh, wow. Awake. They both did really well. Zivin, yeah. the ever just kind of floating. <laughs> actually, you see, you see, Thanks, you see Ziv actually flying. Zav seems to be doing just fine, though. Julie and Wes, you guys take 11 points of slash oh, damage from these vines. Um, as they just kind of tear into you, cutting you apart. Oh my That's god! Ten um, more points of damage that than vines should do. Yeah, <laughs> it's not vines. It's it's trees. It's 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 like it, it, and every once in a while you'll feel like you just get kind of whacked by one of the branches on, hey. on one of these trees, and the ground kind of seems to grab and trip you every once in a while. Kind of stumble onto the ground before collecting yourselves. It's it's rough. It's rough terrain. Uh, after about three hours in taking this damage, uh, I'm I think I think to myself, I'm getting real sick of this shit, and I cast polymorph on myself, and I'm uh-huh. going to turn into like a jungle cat. Oh. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, Interesting. Like a like a like a like a jaguar or a, a leopard. Okay. A kitty. Yeah. Yeah. Blorog notices and goes, um, actually, good idea. I'm sorry you guys aren't necessarily acclimated to this kind of area. Once you get used to it, it's it's fine, but I can see that you guys are having a little bit of difficulty here, so uh, just stay close, as, as close as you can. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> it's just Wes's voice coming out of the cat. <laughs> I, that, is, that is definitely how Cat Wes would talk, though. <laughs> Wow. Wow. That's so funny. Okay. Interesting. 
you see Blurock looking around for a moment. He goes, um. What is shit. it? Okay. Uh, I, I lost. I, I was trailing a, a marker of the skyline, but fuck, the trees did it again. I'm sorry, the trees did what? The forest, if you, obviously you can, if you can't tell, the forest is alive, and, uh... Alive like how plants are alive? Alive as in, like, tree will come and grab you if you wander off too far away. Uh, They always do this. Um, and suddenly you hear a... Hey, hello there. And you see floating in front of you this golden little figure guy. And he goes, <laughs> How are you doing? Welcome to my forest. It's a lovely place you have. I picked a bad time to turn into a cat. <laughs> yep, sure did. Kind of does a bow at the waist and says, Hello, my name is Pip, and I will be your toll master for the day. Now, let's do a head count here. And he begins counting through. See, there is one, two, three, four, five. Hmm. He takes a look at you, Wes. There are five of you, so, um... Hmm. Wait, what? Not including He's one? not counting. Okay. He's not counting, oh, okay. Wes. That will be 500 gold pieces, please. Uh, um... So 100 gold pieces... 100 gold pieces ahead to pass through our forest, if you will. Can you remind me the exchange rate of money in this? That's a thousand dollars. That's five thousand dollars, yeah. Or I mean, the exchange rate of the color coins. What color coins? Yeah. yeah. Oh, like platinum, gold, silver. Oh, platinum is platinum is ten gold. Okay. Uh, a gold is ten dollars, and a silver is one dollar. five hundred gold. Five hundred gold. All right. Okay. So Give me a sec. Give me a sec. Oh shit! Is Julie about to pull this out? Does Julie have five hundred gold on her? I vaguely remember her having a very large amount of money on her. Yeah, Julie kind of just saves her money, doesn't spend it on anything until the big things happen. Which I appreciate for situations like this. the same like stuff this. for Heist and Harmonies, too. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to pull out of my bag of holding, because I have one of them now. 40 platinum. Okay. And 100 gold. Jesus Christ. All right. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I love skipping encounters. Hell, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He kind of uh, takes the money, begins counting through, and goes, All right. Seems like a fair trade. And now you have free access into our domain. And you see the forested area almost open up around you. Uh. And the path kind of continues, and and Blorog kind of goes, Um... Thank, thank you, Julie. Um, yep, I'll put it down as a business expense. Uh, I, I'll, um, Julie, he hands you the 45 gold that Nelson paid him for the day. He says, um, I know it's not exactly what it costs, but um, well, thank, thank you. you. And he kind of gives you the 45 gold. And the, the forest kind of opens up in front of you, and you guys begin walking down this path. Hello, this is your DM here. DM obviously stands for Dad Money. Yep, and I'm here to announce that we are finally selling out. <laughs> now, first of all, thanks so much for listening to this episode of You Might Be Winning How We Got Here. If you like what we do and you like the show, tweet about the show using the hashtag YMBW. That's the hashtag symbol YMBW. You get your name right on the show as a character. All right. Now, finally, for the announcement, I've been waiting to tell you guys for so long. We've worked it out for so long, and it's finally here. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a Patreon. Woo, yeah, clap, clap. Patreon.com slash podcast, where you can get a whole bunch of cool stuff, and I will talk about it right now. So, 
First of all, we have a tier system, and I'll go through the tier system really quickly. First of all, starting off basic, $1 a month. If that's all you can give, honestly, that still means the world to us because it shows that you support us. Uh, we'll show we have a big feed, and we'll be posting a whole bunch of behind-the-scenes stuff every time an episode comes out. Um, and you'll also be getting like a thank you message from us just because every little bit counts. Uh, second tier, which is a tier we recommend for just like the basic level stuff. If you just, just like our show and you like more of it and you want to hear more of it, and that's Phaetonian, $5 a month. And that's because you get the behind the scenes stuff. There'll be exclusive stickers that'll come out once a month. And also our audio bonus content, which means that uh, once every two weeks or so, we'll be posting new episodes of our bonus content, bonus content, bonus content, bonus content, bonus content. And uh, so that'll be a great uh, way. The one we're coming out with, not this week, but next week, next Monday, the 11th will be our Hyperlanes episode. The first episode of our Hyperlanes, which is like a space age D&D kind of game so that'll be coming out uh so keep your ears pushed out i'll obviously announce that next week when this next week's episode comes out but so five dollars a month gets you the bonus content and the exclusive stickers and the the behind the scenes stuff ten dollar a month gets you a special thank you on the show so i'll be reading names out on the middle of the show and that'll be a thank you to you uh twenty five dollars a month you'll be getting a special character message from one of our characters so jack scarlet west julie whoever you want uh, and it will be a personalized message to you or whoever you want to send it to. Uh, then we have two more, two more, uh, $100 a month. Uh, if you want to uh, sponsor us, that's like our sponsor, SWAT console member. Uh, and we will send out a message on the show promoting one of your projects, something you want to say, something you want to say to somebody. $100 a month gets you that. $200 a month, Fay Royalty. Um, we only have two of those a month as well. Uh, I will actually be running games. Me or someone else on the show will be running a game for you and your friends for $200 a month, uh, about a three hour long one shot, uh, which again, goes towards supporting the show. So first of all, thank you for letting us get to this point. Uh, it's been an amazing year, even though it's been a kind of shitty year, but hopefully 2021 going to come out of here, come out here strong. Uh, but our show has grown and we love our new, uh, audience and it really does mean the world to us. If you can support us, uh, that we'll be using the money to kind of grow our audience even more, advertising, putting spots on other shows, kind of meeting and collaborating with other artists. Uh, obviously, you've seen an uptick in the kind of quality of the show. That will continue to increase. Uh, and also, personally for me, every hour I don't have to spend working to promote the show. Uh, I can spend on the show, and the show will just get even better. And again, it, the more time we have, the more bonus content, and then just kind of this like exponential growth kind of deal that we're super excited about. So again, we have a one to two hundred dollars a month, whatever you can give. Uh, it really would mean the world to us. And uh, I've loved it on long enough. You guys need to get back into your episode. It's a doozy. It's a doozy. It's a three, two, one, go. But real quick, one more time. That's Patreon.com/slash YMBW Podcast. Mwah. And you continue for about another three hours. Uh, it's a lot more easier this time. The, Can the I trees don't seem to whack at you. Scout ahead while I'm a cat for the first hour. Yeah, just in case. Go ahead and make a go ahead and make a perception check with advantage because I believe you have keen senses. Yeah, keen smell. So the first one is a. Uh, 17 and the second one is a natural one. Are you so using the wisdom of the... Yeah, yeah, the perception okay. of the... You kind of begin sniffing around. You notice that every once in a while you can just catch a whiff of someone who kind of smells like Pip, 
and you take a, a look around, but all you see is are leaves or brush or something along those that nature. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. Forward, and you continue forward, and eventually, after your hour is up, you transform back into Wes. I imagine I'm on like a tree branch, and then I fall. <laughs> yeah, something along those lines. Yeah. Uh, this entire time, Nelson has been explaining how a hybrid engine works to Garnog. <laughs> Garnog? And he wants to blow no, his brains out. No, not Garnog. Blurog. <laughs> uh, either way, they want to blow their brains out. Um, <laughs> Blurog kind of um, goes, uh, yeah, 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 interesting. Sure, sure is. <laughs> he uh, pulls out this little pipe flute, pan flute, and he begins playing that away. You guys continue, and uh, everybody make a perception check for me. Oh, boy. I have much worse perception this time. <laughs> 15. 27. Good. <laughs> Jesse? Oh, that's a six. Six. You guys begin walking up, and you see the forest beginning to thin. As you do, Julie, you notice that you're coming up to this cave system, almost in this kind of hilly mountain. Wes, you notice that the cave entrance is caved in right now? Almost. Okay. Nelson, you notice a couple things. You notice that the cave-in is a little bit strange, and you also notice up and above the cave entrance, you catch a security camera. Oh, shit. Do I recognize the maker model? I mean, it's a standard issue security camera. It's like one of the ones that have the hood over it and that kind of point out like your standard issue, almost military-grade security camera. Um... Do I think it can see us? Uh, not currently. You guys are about to exit the forested area, and it's pointing out. Maybe you can do this because you're pretty smart. It, you think its range of sight is probably about 100 feet in front of you. Mm, interesting. Okay. Uh, let me... I am going to... Do I have anything that can, like, mess this thing up? Yeah, I think as we start to reach the edge of the woods, Nelson is going to take his... Um, axe and just whip it at it okay uh, uh nelson doesn't even a... say anything we just see him grab an axe and fucking oh. throw it chuck it uh nelson. make a range attack with disadvantage disadvantage okay <laughs> i rolled a natural 20 and a 19 yay oh wow okay yeah <sighs> that means fate really wanted you to hit that they're like nah. you strike the side of the roll damage Okay. Looks like we, looks like we've got an impulsive boy in our group. I'm starting to pick mm. up what Nelson's mm. putting down, and I mm. don't <laughs> like it. Mm. Sorry. Bad flashbacks. <laughs> bad flashbacks. Eight damage. Is it eight damage? Yeah. Yeah, you see sparks kind of fly off of it. Your axe returns to you, and it kind of just dangles. Nelson, there. what the fuck? There was a security you, camera. We, were we in range of it? Then we could have stayed hidden. Now whatever's in their nose, we're here. Well, they can't tell who we are, so it's not like it matters. Yeah, but he knows something's (laughs) coming. Now we're on high alert. (laughs) What do I know about beholders? Can I roll a check? Can we say that now and You don't know this is a beholder. They said aberration, and we fought one mm-hmm. in the spirit realm. I think I might have. I, I think could I at least okay, roll to try and roll. put that together? Sure, would have looked up a little bit of info. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You can roll an intelligence check to see if you can piece that part together. I, I've been a little bit no, lenient with you with the kind of knowledge of the world you have, but no. you sh- there's some stuff you shouldn't you should just shouldn't know that you kind of pull like out sh- because you, you Tyler know it, but Wes about, might like not the know big it. bad dinosaur. He'll, he should be able to say like this big bad dinosaur. What did you roll, Wes? 
Oh, no, I didn't get it. Oh, what did you, but what did you roll? Tyler, six. I was vouching for yeah. you and everything, and you let me down. Look, I, I think I think dice. it's reasonable. Like, I mean... You can make an assumption about a beholder and, like, what it is. You have no idea if this is a beholder's den or what have you. All right. Well, that's fine. I just... Yeah. I think I think it was at least worth a roll. I think there, it, it's very likely I could have put that together, but... Um, do we see, like, any dinosaur carcasses? Because didn't they say they sent out a lot of teams? You... Actually, Zav points out and says, there's a couple of, uh... I don't know why I'm whispering. I just feel really weird now that I know that there's a security camera. Yeah. There's a couple of scratches kind of along the, the walls. Uh, I, I can't really make out what they are, but... Uh, it, it, I mean, could be. I don't I don't know. Is it getting close to dark? It's, uh, well, actually, let me roll for it. Uh, no, it's not... Okay, so before we go in, we're going to... Take a long rest. We're going to take a rest, but I think we also need to go over all the information we know. Well, we can do that. Well, why don't we sit down here while it's still light and do that? I have a way yeah. to protect us before we get a rest so we Laura don't have goes, to worry um, about... And I have a way in which we can, you know, remain stealthily and continue stealthily throughout the rest of this adventure. That if, would be a great help. Be. He kind of gives you a nod and goes, um, all right, so uh, we're going to rest here? Um, yeah, I think so. Outside the range of if that camera is still active or anything else they have hidden, whatever's in there has hidden. Okay, so let's put it together. Um, so first there were the things that attacked the army, right? In the spirit, we're talking spirit realm, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. There are the things I got the end of the story. Oh. Oh shit. Hmm. Okay. Well yeah. let's Okay. Um well, yeah, there were the things that attacked attacked the army and there were those were like weird darkness creatures. They looked Yeah, the like black smoke creatures. Awful oh, close. I know. How that close did they look to like light. outlander stuff that we've seen? Yeah. The the, the smoke creatures? Yeah. Go ahead and make another intelligence check. I'll say with advantage for this, because you read that book. Fourteen. Yeah, you you kind of piece together. It sounds a lot like the descriptions you read at the end of that book. All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, it definitely seems outlanderish. Then we got inside. Then I I very poorly teleported us into the mountain instead of to the top of it. And we fought those crab things that were infesting people. Do you remember that? Vaguely. Yeah. And then we fought the one-eyed tentacle eye thing. You think we could be fighting one of those? Do you think that's what's in there? It's not that literal, though, right? We fought a giant. Works. There were two statues. And then when we. Ah, shit. He looks over at Zivazab and goes, God damn it. We have so many fucking secrets. Look, we fought a statue well, last the time. The fact that you fought a statue is not the confidential part. What about yeah. the mountain? We're literally, we literally. There was a big mountain, and there was something inside well, of it. If my experience is correct, the mountain won't be here for long. Okay. Oh. Okay. Look, why don't you catch us up on what we missed? Because we died. Ziv Zap, did you go to the spirit realm before you came on this thing? Uh, Ziv and Zev actually kind of get a, a a little bit of an uneasy look, and Ziv goes, "Oh, uh, yeah, we did. Wasn't necessarily as uh, bright and adventurous as our normal X Woods go. Same. 
you wanna we wanna trade or do you wanna yeah. just kind of oh, well, we were sauce. killed so oh yeah that's not great right that's we had yeah, our, it wasn't um, pleasant we had our entire clan of dragons slain yikes so yikes yeah wasn't 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 a great experience i'll say that much do we know is there a long history of people dying in the spirit realm and then on their next mission biting it <laughs> you could make a, make a I history asked check i guess that. that's what i asked oh is there, uh, do you guys know I mean, if that's a 50. thing <laughs> Zav kind of does, right, shrugs his shoulders and says, like, 50-50. Uh, See, I've because seen, you think uh, that's someone like, died in the spirit realm. Let's just say this. I've I've seen a lot more people die when they haven't died in the spirit realm than vice versa. Okay. So it's just kind of a toss-up, no difference then. Uh, inconclusive I mean, it, evidence. It could be, like... I mean, I've also had people, like... What was his name? Todd? Todd. Yeah, Todd. His, his spirit avatar died, but he, he... I forget what he said. He got a different one, or he, he went to a different... Something like that. I don't remember. It, it could just be, like, it, a life-changing event happened. I mean, it really just does depend, but... Okay. Okay. All right. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. Well, I think we should take the stealthy route tomorrow. I look pointedly at Nelson and no, it's fine. You made a decision. At least you hit it. You could have not hit it. Uh, So we take the stealthy route. We try to get in there, see what there is to see. If we can get the ale without fighting with whatever's in there, that would be real choice. Did the dinosaurs ask us to kill the thing or to just like identify it? Identify it, uh, right? They said back... identify it and bring back any evidence. Proof, yeah. Bring okay. back proof that we know what it is. Yeah. Like, come back and tell them about it. So, yeah, if we can get in there, get some intel on it, and then get out without having to fight it, that might be choice. Unless we see it and we think we can take it, which I think our <laughs> investigation We're in the middle of has... probably not a great idea. Uh, yeah, fair. I mean, I could get well, us back to SWAT real quick. Here? Probably because it's a lot more powerful than they are. Yeah, that's true. Fairies are dangerous folk. That's very true. Uh, Blurog kind of chimes in and goes, uh, yeah, I mean, it seems as though their area surrounds this one. Either they have some kind of agreement with this being, or it's just so dangerous they don't want to bother with it. Either way, not great, not great looks on this. Also, um... Sorry to kind of get heady about this, but whatever's in there knows we're here now. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Look, I have a way that literally, that literally nothing can penetrate into where we're sleeping tonight if I if I get the spell scroll right. So I think we'll be fine to rest. Uh, we'll just have to be on our toes because they know that we're here. Let's just see how it plays out, and then I'll see what I, what else I can do. Okay, let's do that. All right. I go, everyone ready to hit the hay? All right. I pull out my the Liaman's Tiny Hut scroll. Yes. Tiny Hut. Oh, it's a so favorite we've brought back again. Oh, it's just like the other days. It's just uh, like the other days. Let me pull the spell scroll and see what the DC is. 14. Also, I, I wrote uh, down. Okay. Also, I have. It is an arcana check. It is not a spell casting check. Well, you have your reroll. Do you want my help? I'll let you know. 
Yeah, so, like, Nelson's gonna, like, look over his shoulder. Help yeah, I need your help. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, go ahead and add a plus four to that. Uh, 14. <laughs> 14. Uh, you cast this thing. You see the magic kind of flow out from you. I will say, though, go and roll 2d10 for me, baby boy. It's a spell scroll. Is this a, I don't... I yeah. Didn't, okay, sure. Still. Sure. That's fair. Nine... Nine. Oh, six. Ninety-six. Ninety-six. Oh, that's that's a good one. Oh no, it's not good. <laughs> no, it isn't. Wait, it's fine. It's a fine. It's not one. good, but it's fine. You guys feel you guys uh, kind of all feel oh, your skin yeah. get a little bit get a little bit looser. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Would we just lose some mad weight? No, you just kind of. It feels like your skin. Um, but you have one the, minute later, the tiny hut. It, you feel normal again. <laughs> and then your skin kind of tightens up again. You all are now in the tiny hut. Um, Our tiny is a tiny, tiny hut. hut. It's not great. It's ten big. feet across, a, ten foot high dome. Like we could all squeeze in there. It's a little. You tight, guys gotta squeeze in. It's a tight fit. And Blurog is actually having a little bit of trouble staying in it. <laughs> can we see <laughs> through on. the hut? You can see yeah. out. You can see out. I make it look like the no jungle. I found like a good flat, hard piece of ground. Yeah, you guys can enter in and out of it. I make. I can change the color of it so it's like a modeled, like a hidden lean-to situation. Go ahead and make a just a general uh, survival check, West, to match the background to your area. Natural twenty. Okay. Woo. Cool. You all come from awake from your your rest the tiny hut disappears and the day is yours it is early morning uh can i can i look around see if there's anything different in the area like if everything's still how are you looking around with my eyeballs <laughs> okay you're not like okay just go make a perception check then yeah that's what i wanted it's a nine nothing seems out of the ordinary okay the forest seems to have kind of closed back behind you. Hmm. I don't like that. Yeah, we're not going to pay 500 gold to go back through there. Yeah, no. Aren't we going to teleport? We're going to teleport. How do we want to approach this? Um, so let's take a look at that cave-in, because it looks pretty weird. Nelson tucks the flask oh, wait, that well, he's quick, been Real quick, can you remind me what, his belt? what happens when I put on my heavy armor? Like, uh, You have I believe you have disadvantage on stealth checks, and I think that's it. Yeah, and your your armor class goes to seventeen. Well, yeah, yeah, but so like Julie's armor is like loud, right? Yeah, it's clanking. Yeah, oh, it's clank. um, it's kind of the it's yeah, it's the the kind of heavy uh, SWAT strike armor. Yeah, Nelson's deal. gonna take off his uh, cloak of elven kind and hand it to Julie. You probably need this more than I do. Uh, it'll probably Gives damage you some of the noise on checks. that. <laughs> yeah. So I I just roll normal then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's do that. You guys approach the area. What's your guys' perce- uh, passive perceptions? Uh, twenty. Well, 20? I was gonna like actually look into it, but yeah, actually Nelson's yeah, twenty. Yeah, we weren't just gonna walk up there. We were. I was gonna. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if you're okay, are you making perception checks or not? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to. I want to do a perception check, like, check, out the check on the cave in. Yeah. Oh, on the cave in. Okay. Uh, you two make perception checks. Okay. Actually, could I make it an investigation <laughs> check? That- yes, those are different. Yes, those are different things. <laughs> that was a natural twenty, so that's thirty. Okay. Jesus. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, five. Five. Yeah. Great. Perceiving, Nelson? Yeah. You, you see that God. the... <laughs> you see that the cave is artificial and that there seems to be, you look up and there seems to be like a glow around the cave entrance wall. You also see Wes step on a tripwire that wasn't there the other night. Oh, uh, Wes, Julie, everybody make a dexterity saving throw. Oof. Oof. Ooh. Uh, 11. 11. Okay. Okay, good. Because if I didn't, I think I'm allowed to re-roll uh, a dex throw. You see six pockets of earth open up. Julie, you managed to jump out of the way of it. Nelson and Wes, you guys take 12 points of thunder damage oh. as the ground explodes out from under you. Julie, you only take six. Is that We're back at full health, correct? Oh. Yep. Yes. We yeah. were. We were. All right. Everybody except for Julie, Zat, or Ziv, and Blorog, you guys are in these 10-foot deep holes. Uh, guys? I... Climb on Nimbus and fly out. Make a constitution. Natural 20. Woo! Okay. Yeah. Okay. You, you see Rolling Nelson kind of... Today. Or not Nelson. Wes, sit on this cloud. And you said I can carry one on other cloud. person with me at a time? So on? I can do three small creatures, two medium creatures, or one large creature. All right, then I'm going to just go down and pull Cash and Julie out of their holes. I'm not in there. Oh, Cash is I'm, not there. Or, oh, my God. Cash isn't there. Great. No one gets oh out. Oh, my God. I go and pull, <laughs> yeah, no, I go you, and pull you Nelson You fly down into a hole that doesn't exist, and you <laughs> Hey, die Cash is instantly. here. Surprise. Seven party members. Let's do it's it. Cash's emotional hole. It's great. <laughs> no, I go pull Nelson out of his hole, then. Okay, Nelson, make a constitution check. Yep. Well, I'm just mm-hmm. holding him. You cannot hold him on Nimbus. Why not? Why can't I just grab uh, him like by the arm? That is a you sixteen. Fall through Nimbus. Oh, I see. Sixteen. Yep. Uh, yep. You you managed to climb up next to West. It's a pretty tight squeeze. Nimbus kind of. Uh, you just said two medium kind of... creatures a minute ago. Yeah, I know. It says he's able to. It's just a tight squeeze. Oh, okay. okay. That's the maximum Nimbus can carry. And actually, you see Nimbus slowly reach up to you. Once you go off over half maximum capacity, uh, the speed is reduced to fifteen feet. But you managed to get Nimbus and Nelson out of the hole as well. Uh, you see Zav kind of, um, he gets up to the edge and then he kind of falls back down and takes another fall. I drop Nelson off and I, I this time instead and... of going down for Zav, I just reach my hand down so that he yeah, can get almost feet deep up hole. there. Yeah. You uh, pull him up, pull him back onto the ground and Blora goes, so they know we're here. All right. Well, I guess continue forward being extra careful. Yes, so much for the stealth route. Nelson's uh, he casts invisibility on himself. Still. Yeah, he says just in case. Still, he cast pass without a trace on all of you. Um, he says stay within thirty feet of me. Um, and you continue on to this next part. Nelson, uh, why don't you stay up front? You seem like you have also, the best he, eye for this type of thing. Yeah, he also cast invisibility on himself, so he's like, "All right, got it." So you see this uh, kind of artificial cave-in wall in front of you. What do you do? Uh, I'm gonna see, is it like, is it like, is it like an illusion thing or is it a, you can make an investigation check to try to discern if it's an illusion. I will do Uh, this. You can do a whole bunch of stuff. What are the rest of y'all doing? That's a 12. 12. Mm -hmm. Doesn't seem to be an illusion. Is there like a hinge or a way, like an obvious way in? 
well, not obvious. With but a twelve and your previous perception check, the only thing you can see is that kind of glow. Uh, when you look up towards the edge of it, there's just glow behind it. That's all you can tell. Just looks like a bunch of rocks to me. Well, not really. Can I knock? On, can I knock on the rocks to see if it's like hollow? Uh, you knock. Seem to knock on solid rock. Does it hey, I try and walk backward through it. <laughs> Uh, you walk backward through it and bump your head on the back of one of the rocks. Damn it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so, uh, I'm going to try to climb up on top of it. the night before? Anyone? Yes, it was. The cave yes, it was. was there. Okay, so where is it in relation to the camera? The camera was kind of pointing out towards where you would enter in this overhang rock okay. area. So is the, by the way it's positioned, is it kind of obvious? Like, well, this was the front door. Yes. Okay. Let's look along the sides of it for the real front door. Okay. Go ahead and make an investigation check, Julie. Okay. Oh, that's a seven. I can't find it. You guys can't really seem to make heads or tails of this deal. Guys, we're stuck. This is the end of the adventure. Guys stuck by a door. You turn around and Wes is halfway through drawing a teleportation oh, circle to leave. <laughs> Ziv and Zav both don't see Jack oh, Dilly. Damn. Oh, okay, let me try the boys. other side. Let me try the other let me side. see if Borok can earn his paycheck. Oh, no, not at all. Well, guys, seems that we have a predicament. What are you doing, Julie? I'm checking the other side of the cave-in. Right, make a perception check. Perception 13. Okay. Now that you know to look for them, you can see... Dotting the sides, you see one other security camera. Guys, there's a camera. As you go to the left. And it's pointing back in your direction. Guys, don't move. It's not a T-Rex, Julie. It can see us just fine. I Yeah, no worries. Uh, actually, all of you make uh, stealth checks real quick with advantage. Or not with advantage, sorry, with plus 10. 28. 15. Uh, Nelson's also invisible, so. 21. Yeah, you have advantage. You got an 18. What does the rest of y'all roll? 15. 28. 21. 21, 28, 15. Okay. You all kind of slink uh, around the side. Julie, yeah, you see that camera. What are you doing? Guys, camera, what do we do? Well, uh, Nelson's going to start. Is there like, again, I can't see him. Um, is is there like an obvious, like, is, is it still like mounted in the rock? Yes. Can he try to start climbing up towards the rock? Okay. Yeah. Uh, towards make the an camera? Ath- make an athletics check. That is... Athletics, that is 16. 16? Yep. Yeah, you manage to climb up the, the side of this hilly rock face area, and you get kind of close to the thing, but because of your passive perception, you also see there's like a weird-looking rock thing right next to it. Does it look stop like... right before it. Does it look like a like a... Like a cover for something? Almost. I'm not going to touch it yet. Is there a manufacturer on the camera? Uh, no. Come up oh, with man. a manufacturer, O'Neill. <laughs> no, there is There is There's just n- no manufacturer on okay, this camera. Okay, in that case, There's what you no need to do is you labels. need to take okay. it and you need to go home and patent it right away. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Nelson is going to see if he can get open that hatch, that like weird-looking rock. Okay. You pull on it. It doesn't seem to move. Uh, what are you trying to do to open it? Uh, I'm going to bust out my tools and see if I can wedge out something underneath it. Okay, go ahead and make a, uh, a dexterity check with your tinkerer's tools. Okay. 
Yeah. Um, see, that was a two, but I'm going to use my point of inspiration that okay. I have I've been saving for this very, for this very, for thing. this very important moment. Yes. Shut up. All right. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm working on those decks. Mm-hmm. That was seventeen. Okay. Uh, with a 17, you manage to tink, 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 crack open this rock thing. Underneath, you see wires trailing from the camera inside. Okay, so this was the cover for it. Um, there's no manufacturing details in there either. Mm-mm. Uh, um, okay. Um, all right, so I, I have it open. I have it open. Should I try to disconnect it? I look to Wes. What do you think? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> they know we're here. I mean, if we shut it off, the trap went off. I don't see how this is going to make any mu- any difference. Go ahead. Well, then, go all right, ahead, Nelson. Cool. Nelson tries uh, goes to uh, d- dis make a uh, disarm check. it. Yeah. Yay! I can use my hackerman glove. Yep. Yep. Uh, that is a eleven. Eleven. You begin pulling out some of these cords, and actually, like, a little shock of electricity travels up to you. Ow. That's an ow. Ow. Take five points of electricity. That's so much damage. Five points of electricity damage. You, as you kind of try to pull apart the thing, your finger actually gets stuck in the wiring as you kind of try to strip it. And you see, you guys see a little spark happen up. For Nelson, uh, you, you are now visible. <laughs> yeah, you see a skeleton, and then you see Nelson visible. <laughs> like that scene now. from Deadpool 2 when the invisible guy crashes into the... Yeah. <laughs> so, Nelson, you are now visible on top of this thing. So glad I used my fucking inspiration for that. Listen, I'm not very smart. <laughs> I'm okay. You are gonna... literally the smartest on the team. Um, <laughs> I'm Listen, I'm not smart, all right? I didn't say nothing about the boy. I'm going to pull out a scroll and cast Mass Healing Word on everybody because we're right, let me really beefing DC this that. entrance. I have written down, I believe it's a DC 14 once again. Yeah. All right. Make an arcana check. That's a 18 this time. Yay. 18. So uh, let's uh, Mass Healing Word. That's a D4 plus my spellcasting ability modifier. Man, you guys are really just busting out all the tricks to open this door. (laughs) Everybody gets 12 points back. Yay. (laughs) Boy, you guys are really just killing it out here. Nelson's taking this fucking camera. Okay, you take the camera. It is a camera. It's a D&D group first enemy. um, It's a door. Oh, you don't have technomantic seeing, but you could use remote access, I guess. I don't know for how that you... camera or into the yeah. system. Oh, I guess you could use it for the system too. You'd have to make oh, an check. get me in, son. Uh, the password. Go ahead fish. and make a hacking check with your spellcasting ability modifier. Okay, hacking check with spellcasting. So hacking with your intelligence modifier. Add it on, and it's going to be contested against theirs. Picture of that natural 20 or what? Hell yeah, oh, okay. brother. That's good. Hell yeah, brother. Salty. Because that mean they rolled a 26, so you got real lucky. <laughs> you kind of look at the camera and then activate it, and you can see poking out of the camera almost this holographic look. Like you, you point the camera up into the sky, and you can see this holographic view of all these different camera angles. And you see some inside, some outside, but you see this wide 
variety of different uh, entrances and caves and, and things like that splayed out in front of you. If there's like a hub uh you actually don't see a hub inside you just see like hallways of different uh lengths you see different kind of glowing some of them dark some of them not but nelson you s- nelson what you got going on up there i'm looking inside one sec <laughs> see if there's a way in you actually do see one of the cameras pointing towards your direction, and you can see the back of like this kind of en- uh, caved-in entrance area. But on the back of it, there is like a pin pad. Almost. Great. Um, now, okay, so he, okay, so found the entrance, pin pad on the entrance, and mm-hmm. is there? Can I see anybody inside? Let me see. Nope. No one inside. Actually. Uh, make a... Yeah, go ahead and make a perception check. Actually, you wouldn't be able to hear through this, so... 23. Yeah. You, um... You catch, like, faint shadows on one of these camera angles, but that's it. Okay. Uh... Alright. Uh... Nelson... Nope, hold on. Give me a sec. Uh... Can I find a main computer? Like, you said there wasn't, like, a hub. I was, like, assuming, like, a hub of people... But can we tell if there's like a main computer in the? You cannot from these looks. From these, okay. Um, and I'm just in the camera system, right? Yes, you are okay. just you. You are just viewing. I I and I, I might have flubbed this a little bit. Like this is a little bit not necessarily what the spell is supposed to do, but I'll say you can do it just because it's cool. Uh, you are using the camera to see through the other cameras via remote access. Well, okay. I'm thinking like a camcorder, like so you have the little bit that yeah, flips out. Yeah, kind of, except for it's holographic and cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm in. Um, okay. Uh, Nelson's going to climb down and go over to the pin pad and, gest- and uh, gesture everybody over. Wasn't the pin there pad is on no the pin inside? Pad on the outside. The pin pad was on the inside. Oh, okay. Cool. But go ahead and make um, an investigation check with advantage now that you know that there's something on the other side. Yeah. Okay. Thank God for advantage. Um, that is, that was investigation. Mm-hmm. That was a 15. 15. This time you kind of knock around on some of the stones and you hear a hollow like, tung, 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 tung. Did you find uh, it? I Maybe. Hold on. And Wes and Julie, what are you guys doing? Kind of just watching. Yeah, I'm kind of just watching Nelson. Kind of like, I feel like this is his thing. Is the glowing, after he pointed it out, can I see the glowing now around? Yeah, you can kind of see it. It's is kind it of like a magical pulsing. or more like a, there's LEDs under there? Make a, an investigation check. Great. I'm so good at those. 17. 17? Uh, it's not magical. All right. Then that. I won't waste a spell slot then. Great, there's a TikTok boy in there. Oh no! <laughs> what are you doing? Can so I can I... I look around the cave-in? Now that uh, I see Nelson's like poking at it again, can I like try that again? Sure. Go and make another investigation check. The DC will be a little bit higher. Nope, I don't do it. What did you roll? I was a seven, which okay. is the same thing I rolled last time. I think. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, unfortunately, you still can't. So make I found a hollow this. area. Yeah. Can I see if I can find an edge and try to get in? Yeah. You kind of feel around the sides of it, and there's like a little bit of a like a slit almost, like where m- this metal meets the rock. Okay. Uh, screwdriver, cranking that bad boy open. Okay. Make a another dexterity check with your tinker tools. Okay. 
So dexterity with proficiency modifier. Okay. Dex plus proficiency, thank God. That is 14. 14. Yes. You managed to just barely unscrew the side and pry it open. Your screwdriver actually kind of chips a little bit, so you won't be able to use it for screwdriver and much more. But with that, you manage to get this thing open, and you see another mess of wiring. Can I tell what this is? It, will this open the door? From your looking through, it seems like it's connected to the back of whatever pin pad that was, but you need to figure out how to get How many to times can I use remote access? Once. Once per day. Oh, okay. All right. Um. Wow, that sucks. It's very nice. It's very helpful. But also, yeah. ah! Um, a, okay. I think it's a second, third level spell slot, so all good um okay so jump with the screwdriver and all right can i see if i can figure out how to open it from this panel you can try to make a hacking check to figure out that's what i'm gonna do yeah hot dog 17 17 yeah Yeah. you uh you tug on a couple wires and as you do you hear a, a whirring sound and you begin tugging in a motion that would allow you to kind of keep on messing with it, and eventually you... And then you hear... Make a dexterity saving throw for me. Yep. Wes, I'm assuming you were, like, way outside of the cave for this, or were you inside the cave for this? I was not inside the cave for this. Okay. No. 18. 18? Yep. Yeah, you manage to just barely roll out of the way as this door slides open. You guys see the the walls of the cave open up as slats, and the this stone uh, fallen chamber slides in sideways into the the walls of the cave. And as this kind of door opens, you you see lights click on down this long white hallway. It's about fifteen, actually twenty foot tall, and about ten feet wide. This hallway is. Well, I think it's safe to say we're dealing with something intelligent. Clearly. All right. Well, Nelson, do you want to take point? Let's move in. Keep an eye out for traps. Yeah. Yeah. Nelson's going to go through and start scanning for traps. Okay. You all begin walking in? Yeah. Yep. Do you know what he didn't look for with the remote access? Huh? The fucking ale. Shit. Shit.